You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. Then, Alhamdulillah, we're joined by uh, Badila University graduate. He's a, also an alim, someone that uh, we know well for his business acumen and human, humanitarian work. Imam of a musalla there in uh, Mahatma Gandhi Boulevard, a place called Sales, and he's uh, quite relevant in Durban. Very own uh, Sheikh Shoei Baiza, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, and tell me how you're doing this fine, uh, beautiful evening. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh to my brother Shafat Ahmed Khan and all the dear listeners, Marcus Sahaba, this evening, the voice of our Sunnah wal Jama'ah. Alhamdulillah, we are doing great with Allah's uh, Fazal. Allah has been taking care of us and is still taking care of us. And definitely waiting when we're going to back to him. And yes, uh, once again, it's a beautiful month again, Rabi Wal Awwal, where our Nabi Sallam came out with the nur that Allah Sallam did bring to this dunya. The message to the entire universe was sent, was born. So Alhamdulillah, what a beautiful evening, Shaf. There's a lot that you can say, but I say Alhamdulillah ala kulli hal. Yeah, I like that, whatever the condition is, uh, all uh, what you say, Alhamdulillah, and you brought it very eloquently there where you talk about Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu whom uh, we should be emulating uh, the eyes of the Quran, uh, both you and I are very fond of, obeying Allah and obeying his messenger, and uh, this month, as uh, we say, is the month of uh, our Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi where, you know, his sirah is spoken of and many things happen. But uh, Sheikh Shoei Baiza, you know, whilst we talked about that, I'm uh, looking at an acronym, M-Y-M, Mind Your Manners. And, you know, if you look at manners, it is so important to have, you know, a good education is a, uh, is a cause for refined disposition. Emulating Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is also will give you that edge of uh, being a powerful human being, taking, uh, you know, um, inspiration from the noble Quran will also lend to that. But, uh, you know, let's look up uh, some of uh, the points uh, that we'll discuss this evening and you know as muslims how we can uh, you know uh, enhance that in our life or bring it into our life and uh, perhaps uh, you know make life easier for us and those that are around us and perhaps uh, you know give us that uh, peace tranquility and sukoon the first thing that i'm uh, looking at you know uh, you know you don't lend money to your family you don't lend money to your family or your family members or those that are you know that have blood ties you give it, Sheikh. What's your thoughts on that? No, Sheikh, uh, I think that's the best thing you can ever do in life. I mean, uh, to give money to your family and uh, not lend them. Uh, not unless maybe they're in a habit of just uh, abusing the money whatsoever. Then you actually, you can tie that uh, stranglehold on them so that they stop annoying everybody by saying, okay, I'm lending you this. I need this to be paid by a certain period of time. But in that way, you know in your heart that I am not lending this money to the person, but just so that also they know they mustn't uh, sit uh, laid backwards thinking, you know, this is for free. Uh, there's no, I'm going to pay it back, so let me just sit backwards. But the moment you say, I need it to be paid back, the person will work very hard and extremely hard to make sure that they gain that money and they can try and pay it back. So if they pay it back, Alhamdulillah, you can always pay them as a idea. But if they don't bring it back, you know this was done that way. But as you say, Chef, not only to your family, but even to your close of friends that you uh, regard as the best of friends, we actually 
uh, you talk to them when you're in trouble, you know, you look forward to them. The certain issues, you don't look for family, you look for your friends, so you get some ideas. And I mean, friends that really are there to assist you and to guide you through thick and thin. We got some friends that are not good, you know, like to give an example, Shaf, I have an argument with my family at home with my wife and I phone and uh, they say, ah, oh, don't worry, but just leave it, man. There's too many fish in the sea. You can leave that where you find a lot of fish. And they're not telling me there's a well and there's shark in the, in the sea, you know. They hide in that point. There's even poisonous snakes in the sea. They're not mentioning that. They're saying there's fish. So I'm thinking it's only sardines in the sea. I'll go in the sea, I get beaten by a shark. You know, because I got the wrong advice. So this is where actually you should look at them. If people advises like that, you must know this is not my correct friend. But the person that says to you, listen, you gotta go back and see where you went wrong in order for the situation to blow to where it is now, so that the situation be resolved. Then that is the real friend of yours because they're looking for peace and they want you to have a peace of mind. Remember, if you go catch a sardine or catch the uh, the black tails, it's not the same like the fish that you're leaving. So you're still in trouble. So don't run away from issues because issues that you run away from, they'll never go out from you. But face the issues head on. So in other ways, people that come to you and give you advices, I mean, a strong head advice, say you're my friend, but you're wrong on this point. You ha you had to handle the situation a different way. These are the real friendship so that, you know, you cannot lend them money. You know, you just assist them to say, listen, I can find out something for you. You can use it, but... uh uh, money to lend you, I don't know, but I have this that you can use for that moment. I think that keeps your mind at ease and also keep the next person mind at ease. And that way you live a peaceful life where you're not chasing after shadows or no one is uh, running away from you, but you're all sitting in peace and harmony because you know you are there to assist one another. You must remember one day also you might sit in the same position where you'll be looking for some kind of assistance. And the same person that you assisted today, they'll come up and say, hey, you assisted me the other day, man. Come, let's see what we can do. And that's how life goes, Jeff. The same applies to families. You know, the families should be standing up to one another, or for one another. When these issues come together, band as a family, do one, two, three things together and actually lift up the brother in the family that is falling down. And that way tomorrow, so one falling down, he'll be the first one to come and say, listen, I was lifted that day, let's lift this brother as well. That way your family ties will become very, very strong and you all become loving towards one another. And once we have that, definitely we'll be on the right track of actually pleasing Allah Ta'ala, obeying him and obeying his Rasul. And inshallah, Jannah should be an easy task for us. Now, Jazakallah Khair for, for that. And I like uh, the strategies about the fish in the sea and so forth. I mean, the ocean can look very tranquil. And you know, what's beneath the oceans, you can get the Congo reel, you get the sharks, and you get all the octopus, and what and what, uh, Sheikh Shreya Maida, and well said, I like uh, what you said there, and Alhamdulillah, recently we had the spring tide, eight meter waves all coming, uh, breaking the shorelines and getting into restaurants and so forth. You can see the kudrat and the power of the ocean. You can see Allah's signs and, you know, respect, respect all the signs of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And as we know, if you got it, if Allah has given you the air wealth, and if a family member that is poor borrowed from you, and when he comes back to pay to just say, hey, hold it, man, that's it for you. That was my gift. When you came and asked me, I gave it to you as a gift. Enjoy it, Kazi. Hey, what a muhabbat it'll create in the family. Now, Sheikh Shweik Maida, you know, there's something about even when you meet people. You know, when Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, when you shook his hand, he looked at you full in the face. He held your hand in a grip, like how men grip each other's hand. And he uh, never left your hand. 
I mean, you were the first one. You had to pull your hand away from the hand of Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. But today you can see there's hardly any handshakes amongst us. And, uh, you know, some people are so rude that uh, when they're shaking your hand, they're still sitting down instead of getting up because the right adab, you know, if you're holding a brother's hand or if you're meeting a brother or you're hugging a brother, you don't sit down like a big deal or say, I'm the dawn. Uh, you know, you better come down to me and then I'll shake your hand or I'll hug you. But you must stand up and, uh, you know, never sit down uh, when you're doing things like this, uh, Sheikh Shreya Maida. Uh, h- how you read into this? You know, first uh, I'll begin with what Nabi Sallallahu has taught us in the Sunnah. He says, um, uh, Sayyidul says uh, the leader of the nation is the one uh, that stands up to their service. So that is saving the community. So sitting one side and waiting people to come to is not saving the community is a sign of arrogance. To say I'm bigger than you, you know, I'm greater than you, I'm a don than you, so you must come to me and lower yourself down, you know. People must humble themselves to you, which is not right. We all need to humble ourselves to allow to handle to human beings. So that we must actually avoid at all the time. And as you said, you know, on the Wasallam, when everybody heard his hand, he heard their hand very firm and looked in the face and spoke to them in the way that the person gets uh, comfort talking to Nabi Sallam. Unfortunately, they shaf, as you said, some maybe when you greet them, you extend your hand to them, they give you the tips of the finger of the fingers. You know, to you, the one even shake with the hand is like uh, maybe you got some uh, leprosy or you got some uh, maybe some disease. What you're going to pass over in greeting hands with them. And then they actually took an advantage with the COVID coming in, this man-made COVID. It make it even easier for them so that you don't hold their hands. You use a fist in order to greet somebody, which is a stronghold that we Muslims need to break from. You know, mahabbat is there in the hand. The moment you hold somebody, and really if you're looking at them as a human being that you care for, you will be able to pick up whether the person is okay, whether the person is not issue, just by shaking the hand itself. Up. It will give you the sign to say, no, my brother is tested could be something is wrong with the audio you can say to my brother is fine so everything is fine so these are one of the signs that Allah has given us that you know when you start uh, shaking hands like that you know we talk to one another really it brings some kind of comfort I mean the way the person is holding your hand it will give you the confidence to say I can relate my story to this brother I can't talk to him or my issues that I have even though I don't need any help or any assistance but just to air them out to take them off my chest because sometimes things uh, go wrong Shaf, because we bottle issues you know when i have issues i'm bottling it i'm not saying anything i'm not talking and i'm missing myself in taking out an advice and once it's bottled too much that's where people end up in committing suicide some do foolish Uh, people, simply because. Yes, can you hear me? Yeah, we are breaking up there, uh, Sheikh. But uh, you, you, you're back again. I was just thinking, hey, what's going on there? Uh, but uh, we yes. got you back, Sheikh. Yes, no, no. I was talking about you know how good it is to shake hands and the rest of that. I mean, uh, I did mention that in shaking hands with somebody, when you shake with Akira up, but you'll be able to pick up where the problem, the person has got issues. In the sense, they tensed up when they're talking to you, when you hold their hand, you could pick up an actually you could be able to speak to the person, talk to me, my brother, what is the issue? You know, there's certain issue that can be resolved through talking to someone. Not every issue that comes is got only financial implications. Some situation only needs some kind of uh, 
actually good advice that comes from you as a human being to advise the person truly and sincerely and not advise them based on, uh, you know, getting them to go do wrong things or to turn them the wrong way, but to advise them in the way that they must have peace and solace in whatsoever they're doing in a lifetime. So yes, we need to uh, to uh, humble ourselves to uh, for the pleasure of Allah Ta'ala. Man tawadha alillahi rafa'ahullah. Our Nabi said, whosoever humbles from themselves for the pleasure of Allah Ta'ala, definitely Allah Ta'ala will raise their status. So in other ways, let's greet, let's greet and uh, shake hands as Muslims, as I said, as you were talking earlier, Shaf, I did mention to say this, some of our brothers, where you extend a hand to shake, to, to, to shake with them, they actually give you the tips of the fingers, you know, showing that they're not interested to uh, shake a hand with you, no, not knowing why they're doing that. This is a thing that we need to start to minimizing, actually, because when the person is shaking a hand with you, it means there's mahabbat, and actually they care for you. And I mean, uh, if you look on the eye and say, my brother, how are you doing? And you talk there, alhamdulillah, it makes a different sense of actually uh, feeling to say, no, I had a brother, I shook my hand with a brother, and we had what, such a nice chat. So this is what we should be doing. Yeah, absolutely, uh, uh, Sheikh. You know, you are really uh, bringing also a lot of uh, salient... comes from there, Sheikh. Yeah, a lot of salient features coming through there, Sheikh Shreem Maida. And uh, people bear with us. Uh, we're just coming out of uh, some load shedding there. But uh, we'll hope and pray that... Uh, the connection stays uh, strong. And uh, Sheikh Shoy Maida, there are certain individuals that like their voice and they like talking and they like preaching and, you know, they like to bore people. And sometimes, you know, the less said, the better. And, you know, uh, sometimes the best words, are uh, the fewer the words, the greater the impact. So, you know, there are certain individuals that keep on talking. But uh, generally, you know, we should stop telling people more than that uh, they need to know because, uh, you know, the, the, the human a being doesn't like to be dictated as or dictated to. So we should be a very frugal in our speech, Sheikh Shoei Maizak. Well, no, definitely, you know, from the tradition, it says, Hairul Kalam and Kalla Wadalla. You know, the base of voices we could use is short talks that actually do have supporting evidence. Actually, that actually comes straight to the point in the sense of not hurting the person's feelings, but actually as a guideline towards the person who's actually maybe misled or maybe was going wrong. So we need to do that. But sometimes, you know, we find people, they talk too much and we talk too much. They say we over-exaggerate things and start talking, we want to be, no, no. That man talks, he can talk. You know, he can tune. The whole cloud can listen to him. Not everybody that's sitting in the cloud is happy with what you're saying. So sometimes it's good to shorten the kalam while you talk to the people and actually be uh, precise on what, you, on what you're talking and emphasize on that to make sure it's heard and actually is coming with a lot of teachings and education values to the people that you say, but don't bring in funny jokes when you're talking to people. You know, those uh, like certain kind of jokes are sharp that I'll tell you that, you know, it doesn't sit well with me. You know, where they say, uh, they say uh, about the woman something, and then they say uh, towards the end, Allah asks a question, the person says, uh, then, uh, you know, the person asks Allah, I don't know the joke, where it comes. Then when uh, the person says, okay, tell me how the woman's mind works, and then the, then then finally Allah could not answer that, but we ask the man, how many lanes do you want in your freeway that you want around the world? You know, in other ways, saying Allah to ourselves to answer certain things in certain ways. So this is actually also a joke that can uh, create some kind of kufr. 
in us because remember Allah knows everything and he can do anything he created everybody and he knows how everybody operates and he knows how their mind operates so when it comes to jokes we are okay, we want to belittle and actually compare between humans and our creator definitely and we need to do away with this because and also it would drive us towards the wrong path definitely yeah the art of the quran wallahu alimun hakimun allah is all knowing all wise and stop joking people and your jokes sometimes are, you know written by those people that don't even believe in creators and so forth and uh, sheikh shay maida you know this is something that uh, you know the points that we make and never eat the last piece uh, of something that you didn't buy and you know find Sometimes, you know, people at a function and they eating, even the platters come, they finishing the samosas and the spring rolls and that, uh, not caring about the others, but just whacking it, everything. And, you know, uh, a person with class will see if there's only one samosa left or one spring roll left there or one puri patta, he wouldn't eat it because they say, no, man, hey, you know what? It's not good manners. So, uh, Sheikh Shemaida. No, no, definitely, Chef, we've seen things like this in the past. I mean, we've gone to functions and, uh, you know, you find a person sitting next to you or maybe opposite you, they dish out in the plate full and there's a button. Really, it doesn't add up, it doesn't make sense. And also, you must remember, Nabi Sallam says, in the manners of things like later when you group level, you know, you know, face you. Uh, mention Allah's name, Bismillah, and then you must eat using the right hand and take the food that is closed on your side. So we find ourselves sometimes we dunk our hands over the next side because there's a, uh, some hot wings or maybe some drumstick on that side. So we try because we face, we want to dish everything and put in our plate. I think that's uh, totally not good, man. As you know, dish a little bit and then little bit let others as well dish. You know, as you say, don't finish up everything and wipe everything. And while people are sitting there, really, it creates a very bad picture and a very bad temple to the people that are looking at you. Remember, there's some people that are good at recording and these events when the campus function as well. So they take the pictures and they come home and they start talking about, you know, I, I've seen Sheikh Maida, I know the way he was eating food like, you know, he has never eat, eaten food before. You know, he's dragging and pulling everything on his plate. The plate is full like a mountain you can't see the other side you the way he was working it really we don't need to be having this kind of actually uh mannerism when it comes to eating mostly when this group kind of eating you know let's show our manners let's show our respect to ourselves respect for the food respect to the host and respect for everybody sitting uh, sitting around us and have that peace and harmony where everybody we enjoy the meal because if you eat little bit dish little bit maybe a small portion put yourself and other people they go into dishes well they don't respect you to say not this buy knows what he's doing and actually also also let's, let us inspect ourselves in the sense everybody must have a portion of and partake uh, in this meal that is here and let's have or uh, enjoy the barak of the food shop. Jazakallah for that, uh, Sheikh Maida. And then, you know, you find the people that are sitting at the function and, you know, you're sitting with your best friend and uh, now you're getting attention from the people. And, uh, you know, some of them, they have this habit of, uh, you know, they throw the best friend under the bus just to impress the audience or the gathering. I mean, that is not a true friend that throws his friend under the bus to impress others, uh, Sheikh. No, no, Sheikh. Definitely, Sheikh. There is people like that. 
you know, like uh, you are the function. I leave my whole family and everybody and I come talking to Shab because I know Shab is one of the great men. He's doing a lot of great work. And they come tap on my back. As I, I behave like I don't know them in that moment. Really, this is just uh, uncalled for for us most. You know, remember, let's maintain our good ties with our families and friends because that's what keeps us, you know. The moment you've met somebody at that moment, talk to them, take leave and greet your friends that came to greet you as well. Remember, when it comes to function, the main thing is that we come and meet and greet our friends that we haven't seen in some time. Function is the one that actually calls everybody together. We actually, even families, they meet there, they haven't met. Today, we don't have those family gatherings we used to have. Where weekend we come to your house shop, the next weekend you come to my house, the other weekend we go to another brother's house, the other weekend we go to move to, uh, Smith's house, you know. Just like that, we rotate as families and that way, the families and the kids and everybody mingle and they know one another, you know which families they come from. So now, we don't have those kind of gatherings where now it's only in this kind of family gatherings like uh, weddings, uh, katams or milas, this way we meet all together with families. So let's try and make the best of it and uh, let's not uh, throw other friends of ours under the bus because we've made Shepmaida, we've made Shab, they've made moves. Like this peer used to be, and introduce even everybody to the same sense. And this is Brother Shafat, you know, the one who uh, listened to all the time. That's true. Yes, our uh, apologies. Are you there, Chef? Yeah, the line uh, just uh, crackled a little bit. Uh, Sheikh, I got your point there. And as you said, uh, you know, uh, you rather be uh, respectful and, you know, don't uh, belittle anyone or don't insult anyone. And uh, let's move on with this point, uh, Sheikh. You know, uh, you find today people, uh, they don't have a refined disposition or the manners are so bad that, you know, they will even uh, insult uh, the cooking when they are, uh, you know, uh, hosted by someone. They even insult the guest by saying, oh, you know what, uh, mm, I could have uh, had better than your food at a certain place or certain restaurant. I mean, uh, this is not on, Chef. No, definitely. This means definitely we've lost the point. You know, the main aspect. It was not about the food. You know, the food is the least portion of the gathering itself. The most important thing is for us to meet together as families and maybe listen to some little bit of talk, you know, uh, get what is beneficial to us, to us and learn from there, inshallah, and meet everybody. And actually also, uh, it's uh, another uh, right of a Muslim to another a Muslim, which is to accept the invitation. So you have to be, uh, fulfill the rights of the next Muslim who's invited you. So the food part must be in the last one. Yes, I've seen people doing that, Chef. Oh, this food, too much uh, masala, too much masalas, or too much oil, or oh, the jira wasn't that too good, and the rest of that, you know, yeah, and even the guest speakers, you, I don't know where they got them from, we could have got some. Hey, I mean, it's not your call to be doing that, you know. I, they invited you, you accept their invitation, go there and listen what is there, and then if there's a meal to partake, Partake in the meal and make dua for those that actually made uh, uh, it easy for the meal to be on the table. Make dua for them and make dua for yourself for actually enjoying that meal as well. But don't come and start criticizing the meals, criticizing the venue, you know, the thing, the way they're looking, other people, how they're dressed and whatsoever. That you don't leave, you leave it for louder. Don't be judgmental, you know, just be there to represent yourself as uh, doing a right to another Muslim who's invited you and at the same time 
be there to benefit from one, two, three things. Definitely not all the functions that you you find everything that is right. There must be something that's a bit not right. That is offish. But that is for you to learn to say this is offish. If I do a function, I wouldn't want to have something of this sort. I wouldn't do it. Yes, sir, people. You should uh, blame the. Yeah, you blame the uh, network. Very, very poor indeed. Uh, but uh, our apologies for that. As Sheikh uh, Shoimaida comes through the uh, uh, airwaves, uh, you, you can imagine. But you don't go and start deleting people and telling them you're inciting other people, sir. Yes, sir, Sheikh Shoimaida. And you know, then we move on. That you know, you having a conversation and the group is talking. And suddenly, uh, during the conversation, someone takes out the phone very rudely, and they, you know, they start looking at the phone and they're smiling to themselves whilst people are talking around them. That is a big no-no, Sheikh. No, no, definitely, Sheikh. I mean, this is one of the things that actually came with uh, uh, let's call it that uh, lockdown. Actually, came to lock our minds out where we become individuals. And Islam does not teach us that uh, virtue of being individuals. We need to be a group of believers and partake in every conversation we have together. Don't take out your gadgets and start uh, looking at it like you're majnoon, you're laughing, smiling at yourself, tinkling your fingers because you look at your phone. These are the moments where you need to take that gadget and keep it off. You know, in a company of people you haven't seen for some time, you want to have a chance to see them again. So the phone can take a back seat, a background, or even switch it off completely. Until the function is done, that way when you're gone, now you can sit on your phone and start going back to the messages that you missed. But in this gathering only, let the phone sit one side. Benefit for sitting, for sitting with people and actually ask questions from people and see what is happening in their lives and what is going on, how we can work together and improve our lives as Muslims. How can we do dini work together in these uh, trying times? You know, these are the things we should be geared up to go speak to the people that we meet there. Not sitting on the phone that we're sitting in at home, sleeping late at night because we're sitting on the same phone and not giving ourselves a break shot. Yes, sir, Sheikh Shoebaida, and then uh, the habit of taking credit for things that you never did. But yeah, you take all the accolades and, you know, you're a plagiarist, you plagi plagiarize someone's work. Always learn to give credit from the source that you took that uh, work from or what you did. And the person that, uh, you know, is his idea, give the credit to him. Don't take, uh, you know, undue credit for nothing, Sheikh Shoemaida. And a lot of people do that. No, no, uh, Shav, this is another area, you know, that we lack as uh, as Muslims, you know, definitely. We don't want to actually to speak out to say, you know, this project was done for so and so, where it came through the help of so and so. We just want to take the whole credit where it's not due, you know. And I mean, this is not how we should be as Muslims. We need to recognize people that actually make it easy and make, it, make things happen in every project that you do, whether it's feeding scheme. You know, if there's people that got involved, some that involved in cooking, some are putting their resources all together. I mean, these people have to be recognized. And to say, me, I'm just a passerby that actually just passed the message over, but all the way came from these sources and that source. That way, Allah is going to bless you because look, I mean, you're not holding back and actually you're showing appreciation. And even the brother that did that, uh, uh, that came up uh, to assist with that project when they hear, you actually pulling the names up to say they are involved in that. It makes them happy. And next time you need some other projects, definitely they'll come out in numbers because they know you do appreciate and you do the way that's supposed to be done sharp.
the Sheikh Shoaib, another thing that people get very emotional nowadays, and once the emotion gets the better of you, then you start making a fool of yourself. And, uh, uh, you know, when you're an emotional person, you have a lot of uh, uh, problems, uh, not only with yourself, uh, but with people around you. So, you know, perhaps a, an important advice, not to let your emotions uh, get the better of you. Definitely, you know, Shav, when it comes to Deen of Allah, it's the Deen of Allah that has been governed by the Quran, Karim, and the Sunnah of Nabi Muhammad, not governed by emotions. So when it comes to dealing things uh, of Deen, make sure you take your emotions and shove them one side so that it's dealt according to what the Quran says and what the Sunnah of Nabi Muhammad says. So if you want to do things with emotion, definitely you'll go wrong at one point because your emotions will not guarantee you uh, doing things right, but it will guarantee you looking at things to be done in the way that it makes you happy, whether it is against the Sharia or it is for Sharia, and which is not good. So the moment emotions are not attached to whatsoever you do, and you do it for the pleasure of one land is Rasul, you are open to criticism, and you're open uh, to be actually told where you've gone wrong, and you're open actually to correct yourself and regroup and do things right. But the moment you attach your emotions there, anybody that comes in and gives you some advice, it's like they're attacking you, so you, you're always ready to actually stand up for yourself and maybe start fighting back, which is not what should be done. In life, we need to be uh, to learn to listen. The more you listen, the more you get answers from the person that's talking. If somebody comes to you fighting and they had an argument with you, if you're a good listener, you'll be able to pick up where things go wrong, went wrong, and it's a few minutes that you can take you to uh, correct and get everything together. So we need to be good listeners and let's not do things with emotions, but only do things that are divine to us by the Quran and the Sunnah of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi No, absolutely. And then sometimes it's good not to give answers, uh, you know, especially, I mean, human being, we are human, we get emotional. And whilst you're in emotional mode, it's good for you to learn to keep quiet or bite your, hmm, bite your lips and not talk. And maybe give an answer the next day after digesting everything, going through the thoughts and writing it down and perhaps, you know, consulting the Quran and the Sunnah of Nabi Wasallam, or talking to a very close alim friend of yours and then give an answer. It will save you from uh, many pitfalls. Sheikh Maida, although we had uh, the load shedding now and then trying to affect us, uh, but uh, on the whole, the program went, uh, mashallah, really enjoyed the conversation with you this evening. Perhaps your parting words uh, before I let you go. Toshav, we need to be a good human being. We are the best. Allah has given us that title. We're the best woman that Allah has ever created. And our main purpose is to enjoy what is good and forbid what is evil. And we have faith in Allah. So let's hold back and actually hold this flag that we there as the best and we do what makes us the best, inshallah. That way, all of us will go to Jannah, Shah. Amin, Asuma, Amin, Sheikh Shoei Maida, you have a lovely and a beautiful evening ahead. Inshallah, we will talk to you soon. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Time for us to go for a break. When you get back, Maulana Salim Karima will be joining us.